Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast, where we interview leaders on how they do things so well that they make it look easy. And before we get started with today's charming, talented, amazing guest, I want to share some good news. On December 1st, we are releasing our app, and the app is called Mindset Boosters, and it'll give you the power to decide how you want to act or feel in any situation. You're going to a meeting and you feel anxiety coming up, literally in five minutes, that's going to be gone, and you can be masterful at the meeting. You come home and you're distracted by what happened at work. We'll show you a technique within six minutes, 44 seconds, you'll be fully grounded, fully present, and fully loving. So everybody in your family, including the family dog, will know that mom's come home. And so super exciting. But what's more exciting is our guest, Haley Rowe. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So LinkedIn, like many things, is so easy to do badly. We're going to talk about how to do it really well in a few minutes, but share with us, you know, where are some of the common mistakes people make on LinkedIn where they have a presence and they do stuff, but it doesn't get them any results? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is not being consistent with it. So a lot of people have LinkedIn accounts, but every week, are you adding new connections? Are you building relationships with the people you are connected with? Do you have your profile set up in a way that's clear? So there's a couple things. The first thing is you really want to set up your profile to attract your ideal clients and look good and attract the right partners and all that kind of thing. So that comes down to when you have a bio at the top of your LinkedIn profile, look at it as if you were a stranger and do you have something in there that boosts your credibility? Okay. Hold that thought just for a second. I'm going to interrupt there just for a moment. So just uh, adding to what you were saying, Haley, you know who your target audience is. Don't uh, read it as a stranger, but read it as your ideal client. Yeah. Because that's who you're going for. So please go on, Haley. Yeah. So that first thing in that bio, you want to have the clear end results that you provide for people. You want to have something that boosts your credibility and you want to have something that shows who you're for, like who you work with. So rather than having in your bios just like real estate agent in Chicago, you know, that's good, but let's take it to the next level and talk about what specifically is your expertise or do you have like a notable you know, number one in the Northwest suburbs or or whatever it is like, but you really want to highlight that in your bio and um, your niche if you have one. So if you're in a a business where you have a niche, you want to speak to. So let's use me as a guinea pig. Uh, What we do is we do a lot of work with realtors that uh, reach a plateau, want to go higher, and it's all about mindset. So we're looking for realtors that are successful, but know they could be freaking fabulous. And for whatever reason, they can't get there. Mm-hmm. So do we, on our headline, talk about what we can do for them or do we talk about the problem they have so it kind of resonates with them? So do we yeah. identify their pain first and then talk yeah. about the solution or the solution first? So you can 
t- depending on how much space you have, because there's a limited amount of characters in that top bio, but you would want to speak to, you might say something like whatever your title is. So whatever kind of coach you are or whatever. And then maybe like a little- Handsome coach, handsome coach. <laughs> no, we can't use that. There you uh, go. A line. And then you'd have something like- um, break your real estate sales plateau and finally gain consistent sales, you know, ongoing or like whatever the dream outcome is. Identify yourself, identify the problem. And by then you're identifying the people and Mm -hmm. then here's a solution. This is what it does. So like a simple sentence that uh, if you're uh, an accountant, you'd go, oh, nice flip. But if you're a real estate agent, you'd go, huh? Yes, exactly. And then you might have something else in there that that's about credibility. So like for me, one of mine is um, top 25 coaches in Chicago and or uh, top six business business coach for health coaches. So mine, those were titles that I got from publications and you can list that in your bio or you could say like featured in or or something like that or an award you got. If you don't have anything like that, that's okay. You could even say something like, you know, worked with over 100 clients on the on the whatever framework that you use. So Haley, could I put like wanted by the FBI? Because that's <laughs> technically true. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably uh, so, a bad idea. Yeah. So people don't get the profile right. What else? What are the other mistakes? Then we're going to go and actually construct a page from scratch on what yeah. we need to do. So uh, yeah. a weak profile, weak bio headline. What else? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, you definitely want that smiling headshot photo, that bio-optimize, all that. Absolutely. So the right photo and not one – because you can take freaking amazing pictures with your iPhone, especially in portrait mode. Like I look like I'm like a a photographer for Time Magazine because the phone does all the magic tricks. But yet people have either no photo or this horrible photo that they got from somewhere. And so, yeah, so get a really good photo that makes you look – uh, intelligent, attractive, inviting. Yeah. And then when it comes to using LinkedIn, use it as a networking platform. So that is what it's for. That's what people expect. And so if you have connections, you've never actually gotten to know, or you've never actually reached out to, I would suggest doing a little bit of, uh, messaging with your connections. So Mm. something like, Let's say you connected with a realtor and you might say something like, hey, so-and-so, great to be connected here on LinkedIn. Um, I would love to hear more about you. And you might ask what we call a question that can go somewhere, right? A purposeful question. So it's not, let me send you my sales pitch. Let me tell you all about me. Let me ask you a favor. It's none of that. But you want to ask a question like, for me personally, um, one of my questions is, you know, I'm looking forward to learning more about you what are you working on these days? Just because if they're working on something that either I could help them promote or we could collaborate on, or I get to know them better. And then I see, oh, well, you're looking to get clients for that next launch. I can help you with that. So just a question like that. You don't want to do something super serious or what's your biggest insecurity or whatever. And if you're not sure where to start because you're still trying to figure things out, you could even ask, is there, um, I try to make my content here on LinkedIn helpful for my connections. Is there a certain type of topic or question you'd like covered when it comes to, and then insert your topics that you post about? I'm not ignoring you. I'm actually writing down what you said. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You want to get those conversations started. 
So I like that. What are you working on is a good topic. Uh, is, is there a topic uh, I could uh, help uh, illuminate that would help you out? So I like yeah. both of those things because way too often what I get is, uh, do you need more clients? I can help you get more leads. So it's like, right. buy my service, buy my service, buy my service. And I hit ignore, 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 because there is no relationship. There is no connection. But every once in a while, somebody will do a teaser that's enough for me to click on it. Yeah. and move forward, which is kind of a magical thing to be able to do. Yeah. And one of the big mistakes I do see is jumping right into this really lengthy message with a link. Like you want it to be permission-based sales. So if you are going to share a freebie or you are going to share a link, you might say, you know, oh, that's awesome that you're working on blah, 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 blah. I actually have a free resource helping people with blah, 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 blah. Um, would it be cool if I send you the link? You know, something like that. So I think it's important to remember it's going to be a conversational platform as opposed to just you dictating a long message because you want to get it off your plate. That doesn't necessarily work. Absolutely. So uh, what's uh, what profile have you come across lately that you kind of went, oh, my God, this person's got a kick-ass amazing one? Yeah. Well, actually, one of my clients, we just did a LinkedIn makeover for her because she had it was just a little bit outdated. She didn't really have anything notable in her about section about how awesome she is. And so I think the key or what we turned it into was something that really represented in her about section, like who she helps, what benefits she provides, how people could get in touch with her. We updated her cover photo so it had a nice like call to action we changed her um, work history to have bullet points underneath where she's working now that were just more things to provide no like and trust. Like we had a link to her testimonials and stuff like that. And I think a big thing that you can be utilizing on your LinkedIn profile that makes me go wow is if you're using your featured section, you can add a section on LinkedIn called the featured section. Mm -hmm. And you can put your best stuff there. So you can put your testimonials, you can put any press, you can put your latest podcast episode, you can put anything you're promoting. And that's a really juicy section to utilize that I see a lot of people not utilizing. So is there a way, because uh, on LinkedIn, uh, I've got a ton of uh, recommendations. Is there any way to pull those off on your other media, like a widget or something? You know, I don't know about pulling them off, but what I do is I take a screenshot of those and then I just repurpose them on other platforms. Okay, that makes sense. Because uh, it would be nice to be able to kind of use those because, you know, if you're doing really great work, uh, uh, you want to highlight it. And uh, yeah. I think I've got like 105 recommendations. That's awesome. But they kind of get lost in the shuffle because there's way too many of them. Right. But maybe we'll take a screenshot of the how many recommendations. Yeah. For and sure. only 102 are from my mother. It's like, oh my gosh, there you go. All right. So, LinkedIn is a powerful tool for making connections. Mm -hmm. It's a powerful, how do you get followers on LinkedIn that start looking at your content? Because uh, if you create content that no one's seeing, then uh, what's the point? So, how do you get yeah. content that actually delivers connections? Totally. So, I think one of the things on LinkedIn to remember is that you don't, I think a lot of people think that you have to be really stiff, really, you know, professional all the time. And you do want to be professional, but you can still share posts that 
are shareable, relatable, you know, maybe personal sometimes. So for example, I have a friend and colleague who crushes it on LinkedIn. He's had posts that get millions of views. And one of his posts is about how he adopted his two daughters and it has nothing yeah. to do with his business. And yet it's the most, you know, viral posts he's had and people shared it and people relate and, you know, all that. So I think it's important to remember, you don't just have to be stiff. That's number one. Number two, it's great if you can get into a dialogue with your connection. So if you can ask a question at the bottom of your post, or you can say, share this with a friend who needs this, you know, or share this with a colleague who needs this reminder or something like that, that would be good. And then also taking opportunities to, um, be, you know, see, promote that you are an expert in your field. So like if there's an industry thing going on that you could talk about, you could give your, shed your light on it and link to the article that's industry wide that people are talking about right now. So things like relevant, like news topics, if you can expand on that, if it's big in your industry, that would be a good thing too. And I actually have a free content roadmap. If anybody's struggling with like, what is the kinds of content I should be doing? And what is an example of that? Um, feel free to just DM That'd me. That'd be great. And- we'll put that in the show notes, a link so it goes directly to it. So that's yeah. going to be great. So I noticed there's a, I'm going to make up a word here. There's a Facebookification on LinkedIn where people are actually posting more personal stuff and more Facebookish kind of stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be connecting as well. Yeah, definitely. What I don't see on there yet, and I think it's probably a good thing, is people sharing their, you know, dancing Instagram reels. Oh, thank God. I don't want fat (laughs) business guys trying to do the Macarena on video. That's not good. No, no. Definitely. All right. So ultimately, at the end of the day, it's all about, uh, I guess, the ultimate test is uh, getting referrals. Mm Mm-hmm. That means you did such a great job that someone's willing to put their credibility on the line to promote you. Yeah. So walk us through a a good LinkedIn strategy to start the relationship off to get a phone conversation. So if you've got the profile done right, Mm -hmm. you know who your target is, Mm -hmm. what's that initial conversation uh, progression? What does that look like to get uh, an actual appointment, a phone appointment to chat about a meaningful business uh, idea. Yeah. So there's three kind of different types of phone calls that you should be looking for on LinkedIn. One is it's a potential client. Okay. So let's say you work with realtors. That's a perfect platform for you because it's B2B. But if I'm like a fitness coach and I work with stay-at-home moms or something, it's going to be harder for me to use LinkedIn as my platform to connect with my potential clients. Mm. I might use LinkedIn instead for more referral partners, partnerships, things like that. So that's the first thing. The second um, way you can use it is for refer, as you said, referral partners. So we'll talk about that and what that can look like. And then the third one is collaboration partners. So being on somebody's podcast or doing a JV partnership with somebody. Um, So those are like the three different types of ways. So the first thing is to know your lead. So in other words, look at their profile before you direct the conversation and see is this which category does this person fall into? Is this a potential referral partner? Is this a potential client, etc. Then once you know that you would have the conversation, see if they reply to your question and see where you know how you can bring value to them and or 
and, and without asking, like, so I think this is really important. Like you have to give before you ask. So I have something in my, um, I guess, framework that I call a pre-offer where before you say, let's get on a sales call to see if it makes sense to work together, there should probably be some kind of way you're giving them a quick win up front or a pre-call to that or like some pre-qualifying questions to that. Like it doesn't just usually jump to a sales call always, right? So anywho, you want to take that conversation in the direction of, can I give a pre-offer? So can I give my freebie or can I have a short intro call with them or something like that to see if it makes sense to go deeper? And then you would invite. And now when we say invite, what I don't mean is saying, hey, you know, let's get on a call and um, I'll tell you about my program or whatever. It's more like, hey, I don't know if I'm just if you haven't gotten to the point where you know they have a problem or need, you can say, I'm curious if you or someone you know is looking to blank, and then it might make sense to jump on a short intro call or a short networking call or a collab call or something like that. And with collab calls, what I like to say is, um, love what you're doing. I And and I think about what I can give in return to. So like, um, seems like you have a podcast. I would love to talk about doing a collab swap you know, interviewing each other for each other's audience, happy to share some topic ideas. Would you be open to connecting this week for a free, a quick chat or something like that? So always think about what can I give? Can I ask a question that's permission-based and what kind of call is this actually going to be? All right. Excellent. So last couple of things, uh, Haley, uh, what brings you joy in your work? Yeah, well, that's a great question. So I love seeing my clients become stronger at sales and marketing because I think people fear it. I think people avoid it, but they have these great gifts, these great skills, these great contributions they want to make. And when you are in love with your craft, a lot of times you aren't so in love with promoting it, having to market it, having to sell it, et cetera. So my goal is to empower entrepreneurs and salespeople, you know, people who will have a service or a product they want to promote, but actually enjoy the process of sales and marketing, simplify sales and marketing, help them do it consistently so they can make their impact and work with the clients they want to work with. That's really important to me. And I think too, what's the most motivating is seeing the shifts that happen. Like I have a client who used to see sales as slimy, used to see sales as, you know, want just wanting to avoid it at all mm-hmm. costs and now she sees sales as really coaching and really um seeing it as a partnership and seeing if somebody you know wants like it's it's more of a i guess expansive opportunity as opposed to something that's ooh, slimy and scary and pushy absolutely and what's uh one mind hack you'd like to share with our listeners that could uh, help them become more productive, sexier, faster, skinnier, sleep better? Ooh, a mindset hack. So I think one of the biggest mindset hacks I've had to learn in business is you want to fail. You want to produce any type of result, whether it's a win or a fail, because what a lot of people do is avoid effort because they're worried that if I put in this effort and it doesn't work, I quote unquote wasted my time. But the truth is you're wasting your time by not putting in the effort to find out if it works or not. And so my mindset shift is 
get in the game and produce any type of result, whether it's a win or a fail, both count, both can be lessons, both propel you forward. But what does not propel you forward is waiting in indecision, analysis paralysis, wanting to avoid effort because you're worried you're going to put in time that didn't lead to something. That's like the biggest killer. Absolutely. And I think, you know, if you wait for perfection, you'll never get started. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as you execute, no matter how badly you do it, you're going to learn lessons. You're going to figure out how to get better. If it's a LinkedIn thing, you're going to reach out to Haley and say, hey, Haley, what's going on? This was happening for me. You'll give them some advice. It'll get better. And after the third iteration, it's going to be pretty darn good. After the seventh, it's going to be freaking awesome. And Haley's going to call you and ask you how you did what you did. And that's how you get mastery, right? So Haley, thank you so much for being on the program. Got a lot of actionable advice that people can use. And there's going to be a couple of links we're going to put in the show notes with some high value freebies that uh, Haley's giving to allow you, dear viewer and listener, to get a better profile, get more customers and make more moolah. Haley, thanks for being on the program. Thank you for having me. All right, dear editor, uh, you can cut over here and do your magic. So Haley, what did you like about the interview? It was uh, kind of a, a hiccupy start with the other technology, but I'm once we got started, what did you like about the interview and what could have been better? Oh, thank you. Um, no, I liked it. Thank you for having me. I think your questions were good. I think that the, whatever the word is, the uh, um, flow was mm-hmm. there. So that was good. Um, only thing, I don't know. Let's see what could have been better. Um, obviously my tech problems could have been better. Right. But your tech problems, uh, thanks for screwing up, by the way, uh, just uh, allowed me to go, okay, we need to give instructions to people, have a, earphones ready, how do we handle that feedback thing? So we'll start solving that problem. Yeah. And through your bravery, we got uh, some actionable yeah. things we can do on our side to make uh, the next guest thing better. But you and I should do uh, Instagram Live. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe next week. And if yeah. I've got a really good connection, I'm actually going to Cuba next week. Oh, cool. Wouldn't oh, it be yeah. fun? Saying, hey, I'm in Cuba. Yeah. We're talking to Haley. Where are you located, Haley? I'm in Chicago. Chicago. Windy City. Yep. And we're laughing at Haley because she's in the cold. No, we will, we will yeah. not laugh at you. So do you also do a podcast? I do, yeah. Mine's called uh, Health Coach Nation. It's for health, life, and mindset coaches. And it's about um, you know how to market and sell and create your offer and all that kind of stuff. So let me know if you need somebody just to talk about mindset, because one of the places where people fall down is the coach tells them you need to do this. And they're like, I can never do that sure. or that the internal belief stuff. So I think it'll be more, uh, it should be a fun conversation about mindset because there's so many great coaches out there and it's the people they're leading. It's they're not executing what they were told because of the fear in here that For comes sure. up. Yeah, I definitely think we could do that. Um, I do do mine live as well, but I only do it live. <laughs> so I do it on, on either StreamYard. So usually I either do it LinkedIn live or I switch off sometimes and do Facebook live. So um, Cool. Well, whichever one you think will add uh, more value to your folks. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a copy of the app today. It's a web app. Okay. I give it a test drive. It's all about... Uh, changing your mindset and it shows you how to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's got tracks in the sales area as well, as well as health and wellness. And, uh, so, uh, your cool. feedback would be much valued. Okay. Yeah, sure. 
Um, cool. And then as far as the podcast for mine, I probably would do it in January or February just because I have a couple guests. Sure. I'll let uh, Bushra, she was the one that connected us, kind of coordinate yeah. that. Okay. And we'll let you know when this is going live, send you some collateral material that you can start sending out. Uh, yeah. And because uh, the whole idea is how do we help each other uh, yeah. uh, help more people because God knows the world needs help. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, All right. I'm going to send you the podcast and I'll send you, a, have you seen my LinkedIn profile? I don't know. I, I Was that where we, yeah, we connected there. Um, so yes. Yeah, yeah, if you see anything there that needs uh, uh, Jerry rigging, let us know and uh, much appreciate. And if there's any way I can help you in terms of you've got some kooky idea that you need someone that uh, can uh, give you some feedback without a dog in the fight uh, or whatever, let me know. Always here oh. to help. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Likewise. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming. And that is the fastest way to get better results. 